Whenever Rashi doesn't address a question that arises in the simple meaning of the Torah, that's because Rashi is relying on something that he mentioned earlier on, or Rashi is of the opinion that this isn't a question according to the simple meaning of Torah. So in this story of this week's Torah portion, where Yosef finally announces his identity to his brothers, the Torah says that Yosef told them, I am Yosef, is my father still alive? So many of the commentators have an issue with Yosef's question, my father still alive, because the whole discussion that has been going on till now between Yosef and Yehuda is that Yehuda has been telling Yosef, I need to bring Binyamin back home because if I don't, my father may die. So clearly, Yaakov is alive, and that's why Yehuda wants to bring Binyamin home because he's afraid that if, if he sees that Binyamin is not with him, then Yaakov may die from, from seeing that, from that shock. So that's what brought Yosef to, to finally announce to his brothers and say, I am, I am Yosef. He was touched by, by Yehuda's words, and, and that's what made him finally, finally uh, announce that, um, that I am Yosef. So why is he asking, is my father still alive, when they've been discussing Yaakov the whole time? Another question. Uh, we don't find Yosef being responded to. We don't find them saying to him, yes, our father is still alive. Uh, it says in the Torah that his brothers couldn't answer him because they were so shocked. And Yosef tells them to come closer. And then Yosef says, I am Yosef, your brother, who you sold to Egypt. And... Uh, and then he continues on and says, now go to my father and tell him. So there's no point where they answer that question, and it must be that he knew the answer. Because if he didn't know the answer, how come he continues on without them answering and says, go to my father? So certainly Yosef knew that his father was alive. So the question is, what was he asking? So the Barbanel explains like this. He says that, Yosef wasn't interested in knowing the answer to his question. Yosef knew his father was alive. Rather, he wanted to enter a conversation with his brothers. Knowing that his brothers will be shocked and they'll be embarrassed when they hear that he is Yosef. So he was looking for a way to get into a conversation about other things. So the first thing to talk about was their father. He was going to ask about other members of the family. But he couldn't ask with anybody else because they were so shocked. But his intent was to just like, it sounds similar to uh, the story of uh, the sin of the, of the tree of knowledge, where God asks Adam, where are you? And Rashi says he, he knew where he was. He was only asking that question just because, uh, he was asking that question just because to, to end the conversation. So possibly we could say that Rashi also understands this in the Torah, oh, Rebbe actually quotes the story of of, um, of uh, Adam and Eve, 
and also the story about um, Cain and Havel, where God asks, Cain, where is your brother? So it was meant to begin a conversation. But this is not so smooth to as an explanation in this part of the Torah. While this works in other parts of the Torah, here it doesn't. The reason it doesn't is because after the long conversation between Yehuda and Yosef about Binyamin and how this may affect Yaakov, it, it wouldn't make sense to suddenly begin the conversation about asking about Yaakov. It would have made more sense to say, hey, uh, how is, um, how is your, your children, how many children do you have, or something else about their family, not to go back to, um, to Yaakov, which, who has been the subject of the conversation the whole time. You might be able to answer that the language of Yosef, he adds the letter hey at the beginning, he doesn't say but you might say that it wasn't a question, rather it was an incredulous statement. As Rashi said earlier about uh, Kayan's statement, when God asks Kayan, where is your brother? Kayan says, am I my brother's keeper? It wasn't, it was a rhetorical question. It was a, making a statement. How would I, how am I supposed to know? Hashem am I my, my brother's keeper? So too, over here possibly you could say that Yosef was wondering and saying, wow, is our father, is my father still alive? Difference is that in the example of Cain and most other places, the um, when Cain says, am I, am I my brother's keeper? He meant to make a point with his rhetorical question, saying, I'm not my brother's keeper. But in this situation, Yosef is asking a question and not making a statement. Yosef knows that Yaakov is still alive, but it makes him wonder, like, wow, it's amazing. And, but not like, he's sure he's not alive. Like when Cain said, is my, is my, am I my brother's keeper? He meant to say, I'm not my brother's keeper. When Yosef is asking, uh, is my father still alive? It's, it's more of an incredulous statement. Wow, is my father still alive? Um, but that's how you might want to answer this question. That Yosef was saying, it's amazing that Yaakov is still alive. It's amazing my father is still alive. Wow. But that doesn't really fully address our question for a couple of reasons. Number one, how old was Yaakov at that time? Yaakov was 130 years old. A lot younger than Avraham and Yitzhak when they passed away. So what's, the, what's so surprising about the fact that his father is still alive? And the main question is, what's the flow in his sentence? He says, I am Yosef. Then he says, is my father still alive? What's the connection? Number three, why did Yosef have to relay his wonder to his brothers? A lot of things you wonder about, you don't, have to, you don't bring them up in conversation. And the same moment that he says, I am Yosef, right away, that same moment, he has to tell them his, how he is surprised the Yaakov is still alive. Wow, amazing. Is that that's still alive? Why is that important for them to know that he has this question? If he had a question, so then that's, a, that's the number one thing that would be on his mind. If it, if it was a question that he had, so then that will make sense because that's the thing he cares about most is that's the life. 
but but uh, if as we're trying to say that Yosef wasn't asking a question, but he knew he was alive, and he was just wondering about this. So why was it so necessary to say this to his brothers as soon as tell, as soon as he announced that he is Yosef? Why do you have to mention his wonder to them? So the answer is like this. A simple answer. Rashi said earlier, when Yaakov discovered that Yosef, when he was told that Yosef was killed, it says in the Torah that Yaakov refuses to be comforted. And the reason he refused to be comforted is because, it says in in the Talmud, a person cannot become comforted for someone who is alive when he thinks that they have passed away. God ordained, God made, built into creation that a person can recover from the loss of someone, God built into the human heart this, this power of, of, of grieving and, and, and getting over it. But that only works when the person that you're mourning for has actually died. When the person you're mourning for is still alive, there is no such mechanism. And that's why Yaakov's grief kept on going on and on. It didn't, he didn't forget about Yosef. His grief was intense. And this is what Yosef was saying to his brothers. I am Yosef, and because I am alive, there is a real question over here. Wow! How could it be that Yaakov is still alive? Since I am alive, that means that for 22 years... 22 years, Yaakov has been feeling this intense feeling of grief. And not just... Yaakov had an intense grief for the loss of Yosef, we love more than all of his other children. And so he had such an intense grief, something that's not normal, and so it's a real wonder, since he, this grief is going on and on, it's never stopping. So it's a wonder that he's able to survive with his grief all this time. So uh, that's what Yosef was telling his brothers, if I am alive, and therefore Yaakov's grief hasn't diminished one iota, because God's decree that a person forgets about someone who has passed away doesn't apply here, because I'm still here. So therefore, it's really crazy, it's, a, it's, it's shocking that he's able to maintain, stay alive with such an intense feeling of grief. And that explains why Yosef continues on and says to them, go quickly and bring dad back here. The reason he said to go quickly is because Yaakov had a lot of grief. The grief has to end. He's in t- intense pain. It's a wonder he's still alive. Not only is it important to um, let Yaakov know the good news that Yosef is still alive, and so he'll stop mourning for him, but he told them Yaakov's life is in danger. After such a terrible feeling of grief, even after he gets the good news, it's so important that he sees Yosef for him to survive. So that's what Yosef said to his brothers, 
I am Yosef, is my father still alive? Because I am alive, because I'm here, it's incredible that he's still alive. And therefore, I have something to tell you that's important, you should know right away, you've got to bring him immediately, because even after he hears that I'm alive, it's not going to suffice, considering the incredible grief he's had all this time, his life is in danger, and he has to immediately see me to stay alive. So now we can understand also, you hear the answer, Dr. Bressman? You hear the answer, Abzev? The question we asked was, why does he immediately ask, is my father still alive? And the answer we're giving is very simple. He's, or he's asking, why is my father still alive? Because I'm alive. Because I'm alive, how could he still, how could he still, still, still be alive? And therefore, we should go quickly. And that's why Yosef speaks at such length in his instruction to his brothers. He says, before he tells his brothers uh, to go quickly and bring his father to Egypt, he said three times, God has sent me here to give you food. God has sent me here. Uh, you have not sent me. God has sent me. He repeats this three times over, over. Because every moment that Yaakov does not see Yosef, there's a danger of his, his life is in danger. So therefore the question is, Why doesn't Yosef go to Yaakov and see Yaakov? If his life is indeed in danger, so instead of Yosef asking them to bring Yaakov to him, Yosef should go to, that, to, Yosef should go to Yaakov. Besides the fact that because of the myths of honoring your father and mother, it would make more sense for him to go to Yaakov, especially because it'll, take, it'll be a lot quicker Considering how old Yaakov was at the time, uh, for ya- for them to uh, for Yosef to go to Yaakov and for Yaakov to go to Yosef, so it would it would have been a lot quicker for Yosef to go to Yaakov. Why is Yosef insisting Yaakov come to him? That's why Yosef introduces his request that they bring Yaakov to him with saying several times, "I cannot go." The reason I'm unable to go is not my decision, it's not my desire. God has placed me here. I'm not allowed to go. I am supposed to supply food for the entire world. I'm not allowed to go. Yosef was Yosef's position was was critical for the survival of the whole world. So therefore, he has no permission from God to leave. So yes, indeed, that would be better for the sake of Yaakov, but and for the honor of Yaakov. But he can't. That's why he um, he told them, "Please, you guys, bring Yaakov here." There's another point over here about Yosef's insistence that they go quickly to bring Yaakov. What's the reason that Yaakov couldn't see Yosef for 22 years? So Rashi said that because Yaakov didn't honor his parents for 22 years, therefore Yaakov couldn't see Yosef for 22 years. Because Yaakov didn't visit his parents for 22 years, so therefore he was punished and he wasn't able to see Yosef either for 22 years. So, since the time of the punishment has now ended, once it's over, it has to be over. As it says in the Talmud, God does not delay salvation even for the blink of an eye. So therefore, Yosef is saying to them, go quickly and go up to my father. He doesn't say our father, he says my father. Besides the fact that Yosef's Yosef's absence was a source of Yaakov's pain, and therefore he mentions himself, he's my father, 
And this is critical that he sees me because I'm his son and it's hurting him. Yosef was also telling them the reason why you should go quickly is because Yosef is now able to see Yaakov because the 22 years that Yaakov uh, didn't see Yosef was a punishment for him not honoring his parents and now the 22 years are over and now Yosef is able to fulfill the mitzvah of honoring his father. So here is a uh, powerful message that we have from the soul story for ourselves. Sometimes you need to use, in education, you need to use discipline. But just like in the story of Yaakov and Yosef, once the time that God's discipline has finished, immediately God says, and Yosef said in the name, to fulfill the will of Hashem, to end the time of discipline, to end the time of pain, it has to be over immediately. So too, you shouldn't administer more discipline than necessary. It could, there could be parents, you know, that they, they uh, feel uh, an affront, or whatever the word is, from their, their children's behavior, and therefore they do something because their child deserved it. But you can't give more than what is necessary. If you go do more than what is necessary, by the way, Zev, in, in, until... Um, until two years old, there's no such thing as discipline. Three years old, no, 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 it doesn't exist. It's all just pure love. Okay. Anyways, so <laughs> exactly. So, um, so the, the moment you're able to let go of the discipline, you have to immediately use the chesed. At a moment before, it was critical to use discipline if that's what was needed, but uh, the moment that's that's finished. You have to right away turn gears and use the right hand and, and bring close. You can't, you can't do a second extra of discipline. Discipline is a thing, but there can't be an extra moment of that. It's, it's, it's a negative energy that has, to, it's only there for, or it's love and kindness is something that is, that's good. And that's always good. But discipline has a, a, a it's, it's not a good thing. It's, it's a necessary thing. And only is supposed to be there as much as needed, not a second word. So similarly now with our, with our presence in, in the exile, the moment it's time, we're not going to be here an extra second, Chassashol. Not a, bl- a blink of an eye extra. The Abishur sees that the time of the Golos is over, and within a, within a moment we'll be in Yishalayim with Mashiach Tzakein. Any, any questions or comments? All right. A great day, guys. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, oh you're, 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 you're in, uh, you're still there. Psst. Wow.